1: Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing, and she can get 30% off lens upgrades with any pair of glasses. Wow. So, can we cut the cake now? You betcha.
0: No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by provincial health care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio.
2: Welcome back. Toronto's overheated housing market has cooled rapidly since the Ontario government instituted new housing measures back in April. Average prices dropped 6% in May while the number of homes sold fell by 12%. So the average sale price for all home types in the GTA was $863,910 in May, and that was a drop of 6.2%. And the price, though, was still up 15% compared to a year ago, and that's because of large price gains earlier Uh, this year. So uh, does this mean the measures are having the desired effect or is it uh, just uh, kind of a one-time drop as people adjust? And what does it mean to you? Let's go to Jason Mercer, who is the Director of Market Analysis for the Toronto Real Estate Board. Hi, Jason. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, You're very welcome. What do you make of, of these numbers?
1: Well, I think there's a couple of things uh, uh, in the numbers. I mean you mentioned uh, uh, the, uh, the price now uh, you know right off the top I mean we saw in May 2017 compared to May 2016, your right prices were up by close to 15 percent on a year-over-year basis. Sometimes there is some month-to-month volatility um, in terms of, uh, in terms of price change from one month to the next. We saw a similar decline for example, between November and December, but it is true um, the month over month drop between April April and May was, was a little bit unseasonal when, when this is sort of a, a sort of a tighter component of the market. And, and I think one of the reasons is that, you know, we certainly saw a real uptick in the number of listings in the marketplace. And I think to a certain degree, that has to do with, you know, existing homeowners who were hearing reports about 20 and 30 percent price growth uh, throughout the first quarter of this year, um, looking to take advantage of some of those equity gains. And, and on the other side of the coin, you know, we saw, uh, Um, A certain number of buyers certainly pull back in comparison to what we saw this time last year. And some of that probably has to do with the the recent provincial announcement. And so people are kind of waiting to see how that policy decision you know, shakes out in terms of uh, you know what we see in in terms of price growth moving forward.
2: Uh, Jason, I'm going to give the numbers out again. I'd like sure. to hear from people uh, to see if they've thought of selling, if they've maybe put off selling, yep. uh, what what their reaction to this, because uh, obviously it affects uh, what you might want to do. The numbers to call: four one six three six zero zero seven forty toll free one eight six six 744 740 Now, I'm just wondering, I'm, I'm thinking of Vancouver, which is the other city with an overheated market where there were similar measures put into place. Mm-hmm. And you saw a big kind of a one-time drop. People were expecting it. And uh, they either closed their deals uh, before the measures came into place, or a lot of people jumped into the market because they thought, okay, uh, we're we're going to see an end to these crazy price increases, so I want to get in and sell before things go down. Uh, do you see this as, as being probably a, a one-time wonder, or do you think that this is kind of the new reality, the new normal in the market? Well, in Vancouver,
1: you certainly saw a dip in sales and then price. and, and But it, you know in recent months, you started to see a bit of a, a, a rebound there. And, and oftentimes, it can take you know six months to even a year to kind of see what, I guess, the normal uh, or normalized impact will be from, a, from a, a policy change. I mean, we saw it back in 2012 when um, the federal government changed mortgage lending guidelines. Um, and you saw people sort of pull back in the short term because they wanted to see what the impact of, 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 of those policy changes were going to be. Um, and then you know you start to see a lot of those people who had moved to the sidelines move back into the marketplace, um, you know, six to eight months down the road. And so you know we're only a full calendar month um, into this new regime with, with with the policy changes that were made at the uh, at the end of April. So um, I don't know that you know a twenty percent dip in sales and 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 sort of the large spike in listings that we saw. Um, is necessarily representative of what we'll be talking about towards the end of this year or into 2018.
2: Uh, what are you looking for? I mean, um, traditionally, the market kind of uh, uh, cools off in the summer. Uh, I don't know that that's been happening in the last few years. I mean, there used to be a real seasonal component yep. to the market, and, and lately it's just kind of sizzling all the time. What, you know, what are you expecting in the summer? Yeah, the uh,
1: seasonal, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, you go ahead. <laughs> the, uh, the the seasonal trend still exists, but I think we're going to see this year that there's uh, um, you know some months we'll see are, are a bit uh, uh, anomalous compared to what we we what we generally see. Like for example, it looks as if March could be you know our best month for 2017, and usually it's it's May or June. So you know, number one, we could have pulled forward some deals, as as people say, we're anticipating policy changes and what have you. And you mentioned that in the in the Vancouver context and that's right so i mean if if people feel that there's you know changes uh, um you know coming down the 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 pipeline that'll start to distort people's behavior you know uh, um vis-a-vis you know the normal seasonal trend and that that you uh that you see but generally speaking you're right i mean as you move into the summer months you see start to see sales tail off anyway they'll pick up a little bit in the fall but but generally speaking from may june onwards you, you know you're really trending downwards towards uh towards the holidays
2: Okay, uh, let's uh, take a call from Mary in Thornhill. Hi, Mary. Hi. I wonder, I heard in radio this morning that the market
1: is down, and I'm in the process, in fact, I'm going to be looking at a condo in Thorn, sorry, a condo in Mississauga this week, and I also want to sell my condo in Thornhill, but I won't sell until I buy. Uh, What is your opinion? Uh, well, certainly. I mean, the the, the condo market has been interesting. And I'll stop short of giving uh, you know opinions for for sort of individual for, for callers' individual circumstances because everyone's sort of situation is a little bit different. But right. the, the 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 condo market, um, you know, whereas for the market as a whole and for low rise, we saw a real increase in listings. The the condo market was actually an exception where the number of active listings this year compared to last um, are actually down. Um, and, and, and so, you know, that segment of the market has remained quite tight. In fact, you know, if you look at year over year price growth for, for condominium apartments, um, it was, uh, you know, amongst the strongest, you know, compared to <clears throat> some low rise home types like singles and, and semis. And I, and I think, you know, two things sort of feed into the, the strength and demand for, for condominium apartments. Number one, you know, we're seeing more than half of intending buyers right now are first time buyers, and a lot of them obviously are focused on the condo market is kind of their entry point and then at the other end of the, uh, uh, of the spectrum you have you know homeowners that are say looking to, to downsize and what have you and, and, and so that feeds into demand on the uh, on the opposite end and so uh, whereas two and three years ago we were talking about you know are we building too many condos to now you know that's that's one of the tightest market segments uh, that we have in the uh, in the greater Toronto area so that's why we continue to see you know strong rates of price growth.
2: Um, let me jump in and ask a question, because uh, I've, I've been in the same place for uh, 22, 23 years, and uh, I know that now people buy before they sell. You know, from, from my house hunting days, that was the big no-no where you could have really got stuck. Do you think that is here to stay, Jason? I think, you know,
1: I, I, I think certainly what we saw over, over the last couple of years is, is that was, you know, uh, sort of normal practice because people understood how tight, um, the, you know, the market was, was that, you know, if, if, if you sold your house, and then that was one of the reasons why we weren't seeing, you know, a lot of listings, I believe, is that, you know, people were concerned that if they sold their house, they wouldn't be able to find another one to purchase in the neighborhood of their, of their choice. Now, with a little bit more, choi- uh, like with, with more listings coming into the market, with more homes, to choose from, if this trend continues, um, then, you, then you may see people, uh, um, you know, uh, behaving differently in the marketplace.
2: Mary, are you comfortable with that? Yeah. I mean, the reason is I'm older and I, sh- I sure don't want to sell
1: my place and not be able to find what I want to do, where I want to go, because this will be my last move.
2: Well, yeah, but, but do you, you, you don't worry about getting stuck owning two places?
1: No, because I know my place will sell really quickly. Yeah, no, I'm not really concerned about
2: that. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't have it both ways, so. Well, that's true. I have to live with that. No, I'm okay. Hopefully it would be a short period. Okay, well, that, that's uh, anything else you want to ask, Jason? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank okay, you. bye-bye. Bye. Okay, Jason, uh, we have a, a, a little over a minute left. Uh, so uh, what is uh, your advice to people who are kind of trying to figure out what to do? Do they wait and see or what?
1: Well, I, I think certainly. I mean, if you're if if you're considering a, a move in any sort of you know neighborhood throughout the Greater Toronto Area, certainly one thing you can do is is is, is speak to a GTA realtor because they can give you a sense as to what's going on in the communities that, that you're interested in. Because you know one thing I'll say is that you know market conditions still remain pretty tight from an historic perspective. There there's a little bit more choice compared to what we saw last year, but there still are some neighborhoods throughout the, uh, the 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 GTA where there's not a lot lot of choice out there so depending on the neighborhood you're looking in you know your strategy may 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 differ in terms of you know what you decide to do in terms of what kind of house you're looking at when to list and and that kind of thing
2: well and it's interesting for mary i mean that's quite the move from thornhill to mississauga those are two very different neighborhoods i'm sure the market conditions are um very different uh just uh before we go, what are you forecasting uh you know for the year as a whole in terms of uh, average price increases? Sure. And sales. I mean, you know,
1: for the year as a whole, and, and, and partly because, you know, we we're seeing average price increases in the twenty to thirty percent range through the first four months of the year, and we're still at fourteen percent compared to what we saw in May twenty sixteen. So I mean certainly our forecast remains uh, um, you know positive in the sense that, you know, we do expect to see, you know, continued growth on a calendar year basis. Now the rate of change may start to moderate as we move through the second half of twenty seventeen if we continue to see a you know a better supply market.
2: Okay, so um, do you have a, a target, a number that that you've predicted at,
1: you know, somewhere, uh, you know, right now, and then in the in the, the neighborhood of say between you know fifteen and twenty percent? But like I say, that'll account for you know very strong double digit growth um, at the uh, at the at the beginning of this year, and and probably you know a more moderate pace of growth as you move towards the uh, as you move towards the end of uh, of, of, of twenty seventeen. So just to put that in perspective, if we saw you know. 15 percent growth we'd be looking at a calendar year average of in the neighborhood of you know eight hundred and forty thousand dollars
2: okay jason mercer thank you so much for that you bet okay bye-bye happy birthday
1: to you hey where's mom going she hasn't even opened her presents well son she just turned 65 which means there's new offers for her at spec savers what Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing, and she can get 30% off lens upgrades with any pair of glasses. Wow. So, can we cut the cake now? You betcha.
0: No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by provincial health care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.